Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the Long Gun Kitties. This is John Wan, your most handsome man ever on the face of the planet. And we have Hands of Poop, the one million dollar man, Dan Wong. I love to eat my poo-poo, the poo-poo from my asshole. It tastes very nice, you should try it as well. We have... Oh, by the way, I just learned something. We have Beyond the Pale Jerry. You know, I just found out, uh, the word beyond the pale, right? Right. The pale is like a Latin word for fence. So beyond <laughs> the pale means outside of the boundary. So, <laughs> you know, that's my koto chan, right? That's the shit that I always repeat. Beyond the pale, Jerry. Say How hi, Jerry. Hi. And then we have Engineer. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> before we get into anything, then you need to further elucidate your $1 million story with Market Light. Oh. Everyone's dying to know about it. We need to know what happened to your dick. Did it get cuts from <laughs> smashing the glass of your you know, tablet? So for all our audiences, right, um, you guys know that sometimes companies will send you mails that will make you frightened so that you use their services, like insurance or like data protection. In this case, it was data protection. They sent me a mail saying that my company is in danger of violating data protection laws and that they will help me if only I would just contact them. And if I do not contact them, they will report me to the government for my for my poor behavior online. I was really stressed. I was really stressed because I, I, I didn't read properly and their English was very good. So I really thought it was a real thing. I really thought I fucked up somewhere for a split second. And then on your when you posted this story on your Instagram, yes, your solution to it was... You drop your pants. Yes. You whip out your erect penis. Yes. And you smash the shit out of your tablet. Okay, you are saying this like I'm not doing a reasonable action. But you know that's what everybody on the street will do, right? First of all, you broke your own tablet in your story, which yeah. Market Light did not pay for. You paid for it. And second of all, it's covered probably, I assume, in glass. So unless your dick is made of steel, I don't know how your penis is going to survive. I had to go to the doctor recently because the doctor said that um, something wrong with your penis. It's too hard. It's too strong. It's too fast all the time. There must be... We need to put you for like clinical studies to find out why you are so different. Then I was like, oh, okay, sure. Yeah. I'm sure that <laughs> that conversation happened. You, uh, can you tell us which doctor, which hospital? <laughs> yeah, we will independently go and verify your claims. <laughs> okay. No, like, actually, you know what? Just do the same thing here, like right here, right now. Drop your pants and then show it to us. Now then I got performance will, anxiety, tell, you cannot really. We will tell the audience if that actually happens <laughs> and whether or not you got cut. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, all our audiences out there, I just need you to do me one favor. You know, I have never asked this favor before or all the 50 episodes of the podcast and I never will again. I just need you, all of you, to close your eyes and just raise your hands very high. Raise your hands very, very high and just imagine balls of energy that you're channeling into me. I'm receiving your power like, like Goku. I'm receiving all your energy and I'm going to throw it into a giant fireball into market light headquarters just like Goku no hey, you guys don't watch Dragon Ball right you guys know what Dragon Ball is by any chance yeah, the fuck? of course I know what Dragon yeah, Ball is so how, how he defeated the bad guys he, he absorbed the power of every human being on the planet because they believed in him I believe in you Dan Wong okay the fireball is getting bigger yeah it's, uh, it's the size of your nuts now <laughs> <laughs> that's fairly big I guess yeah, he tossed that fireball and... It's as big as a chestnut. He just get arrested for arson. <laughs> and then, uh, hey, to the owner of Market Light, right? And I have Googled you, Mr. Owner of the of Market Light. Hey, name like, and shame, like, who is it? He, he actually is a young entrepreneur. Yeah, I don't know What's why he, he got into You just Google uh, Market Light and then you, you see who is the boss. You can also uh, pull out information on Acra. Yeah, but I, I, I have no enmity towards him. I want to invite him on the podcast. To tell us about he's a Rex the Richest story, you know, a young Abeng who you know doesn't know what to do, and now he's like it, Nixon yeah. Gui. Nixon Gui. That's the reason why he's Rex only the richest, twenty but. years old. Yeah, man, he's a young young man, enterprising. Know how to Student. put the fear of God into me. Yeah. See, oh he's even gosh. good looking. Someone look at he, how he folds his hand in that photo. Oh God, I have like I have, I'm I'm questioning your sense of aesthetics. Then he looks like the Carousel founders can I, can all, all smooshed together. Can I look at a photo? How is this handsome? What the fuck? O- okay uh, Okay uh, Just. A solid five. It's a, <laughs> it's a credit credit to the guy. I would say a solid three. He looks very ordinary. He doesn't have a punchable face. Why 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 you all want to hurt him? He's just doing Nixon his very Gui best. Nixon Gray is the founder of Market Light Private yes. Limited, a digital yeah. marketing agency with revenue of more than half a million last year. Jesus, tap dancing. Wow, that's Christ. that's a lot of people that he's scared into like signing on with yeah. his, yeah, his uh, company. Uh. 
Yeah, man. That's not the most shocking thing. He's only 20 years old and a student in Singapore Th- University of Technology and Design. Are we doxing someone? Are we bull- are we online bullying and <laughs> Market harassing? Market Light is his second <laughs> He bullied business. me first, like, hello. Hey, <laughs> hey, I'm just reading off Digital Senior. Oh, okay, okay. So it's online already. Why oh. did a successful entrepreneur go to university? By 10. I was actually gonna suggest one of those episodes where we discuss but basically, this in more detail. But basically doxing, right, is mm. releasing information that is already public. Really? Uh? I thought that, that's that's something we talked about. Making information that's uh-huh. very public more visible. More yeah. visible. Oh, it's no I longer. mean it's already this is like it's already public, that's why people know about it and they We're helping him you. to advertise his business, eh? I'm and sure he's, he's so grateful. Hey, he said he's okay, so this question is really interesting. Your business requires you to talk to many business owners who are older than you. How do you convince them and get them to <laughs> trust you? There are three factors, he says. Okay. You can actually use your youth to your advantage. In this field, the younger you are, the more people trust you. They will generally not expect someone who is more mature to be well-versed in Facebook. Two, people think that you're easy to cheat and will want to do business with you. I gradually learn by taking a lot of deals that are not advantageous for me. Number three, I read a lot of books and acquire a wealth of knowledge which makes it which makes it easy for me to converse with them and prove that I am worth my salt. What fucking nuggets of wisdom he's, he's <laughs> dropping all over us, man. These turds of wisdoms. Nixon, please, yeah. please, if you hear if you're hearing this come to the podcast, I wanna to talk to you face to face. I wanna show you that I'm taking care of my data. And please don't report my company, please. <laughs> we may call him the one million dollar man, but he actually doesn't have a million dollars. Okay, shall we jump headfirst into the into our first topic of the day? <sighs> yeah, enough How many time topics are we covering like today? A couple. A couple. Okay. A few. Okay. Let's start with the Lucky Plaza issue with domestic workers in Singapore requiring a space. So the the genesis of all this right was sparked when I read the Straits Times article. Uh. This was back in like I think sixth of Jan when this was after the accident, right? Yeah, after the the fatal accident oh, that killed poor, two person, poor ladies. Yeah, at Lucky Plaza. So the headline reads: Fatal accident highlight need for safe space for migrant workers. Right off the bat, lah. Maybe I can just go around the table. Everybody, give me some initial feelings or assessment based on what you under- what you already know, what you understand. Okay. Let's start with Dan. Okay, Singapore is very expensive. People need people who are foreign workers who don't earn as much as us need spaces to like hang out and chill. Okay, I understand that they have problems because some of the spaces are not really conducive for gatherings, especially in big groups. But at the same time, there are also spaces out there. Uh, it's a bit more difficult to access, so we'll probably discuss that later on. Uh, this has nothing to do with the article, but like that part of me that likes to watch the world burn enjoys seeing them in their in the spaces that they kind of occupy, la, which are spaces that we tend to think are really expensive places and uh, meant for more attached shit, like you know, in Orchard Road or mm-hmm. City Hall. And I just like how they you they know pollute the streets. Not pollute, <laughs> Jesus, but then. Christ. Yeah, I'm not. I'm just. I'm just repeating. I just. What I just <laughs> enjoy like how people who who feel like this is not right, get angry at it. Yeah, yeah, you want to see the fucking auntie. Hey, yo, these this foreigners come to Singapore, sit down there and wow, make yeah, the street yeah, yeah. look so untidy. Like, oh, you know, when, over you, the place. when you go to City Hall or if you walk down Orchard Road on a Sunday, then there'll always be people who like, you know, try to walk around them because they do take up all the sidewalk spaces. Right, right, Even right. though they try to, you know, leave some space for you to walk. Like, but then there'll always be the auntie or the uncle that go like, you know, as they walk past or like, as they try to like, whatever. Or they'll like make some really shitty pity yeah, comment. Right? I love to spite those aunties. And and, and it makes me happy. Oh yeah, the, the pretend boomer page has it. Uh. <laughs> the pretend boomer page has it. You're very active on the page. I'm not. I, oh, no I, longer, I'm not really. even You're not the even page. a pretend boomer. You are a boomer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fuck you, okay? Fuck <laughs> 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 you, okay? I'm older than boomers, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're the greatest generation, right? <laughs> You've existed before yeah. boomers. You invented and the internet. And you'll continue Congrats. to exist after yeah. boomers. I'm like, I'm like Roman centurion era. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, I only have a uh, few words to say to them. Get the fuck out! Oh my god! See, you, you are the reason why this podcast is controversial. Everybody is like, oh my, so nice. nice and friendly, and you are like, get the fuck out! Oh my goodness! Hang on a second, ah, uh. Ng is like saying these people are polluting the streets, and she never said that. Uh, no, no, she's <laughs> saying she's enjoying the fallout from. You know, yeah, the, the people yeah. responding in uh-huh. a negative no, I'm, way. I'm just saying that there is a certain image that Singapore wants to portray and I love how they are... The image is subverted. Yeah, the image is subverted. By how? By them by, being there, right? By their presence, uh? By polluting the streets, right? I wouldn't call it polluting the streets, yeah, but I would yeah, call it reclaiming yeah. spaces. Oh, reclaiming mm. spaces. 
What are they like sand that we can buy from Vietnam? Uh? What reclaiming spaces? What on earth are you talking about? Okay, so going deeper into the into the topic at hand, right? Yes. So I can see there's some <laughs> legit concerns that they have. Uh. So one thing is that who is they? Uh, you mean the the domestic horror? workers. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. So, so domestic specifically wo- domestic workers. Yeah, uh, so okay. domestic workers, they are uh, quite poor thing. Uh. Mainly is that generally they don't get a lot of days off. They sometimes get maybe one month. Uh, one month, one day off. And then during this day off, right, they need to do a lot of things. They need to send money back. They need to, you know, have the time off. Maybe go and meet some friends. Mm-hmm. And they kind of need everything to be in one place. So that's why Lucky Plaza mm-hmm. kind of... Fulfills that need. Yeah. yeah. If you look at the history of that area also, uh, the Lucky Plaza area, like last time actually Lucky Plaza was also supposed to be some Atas place. Hmm. Then for whatever reason, the, the Filipinos gathered there. Hmm. The shopping mall management chased them out. And then after that, the tenants inside the mall requested them to come back in again. Mm. Yeah. So mm. because they were kind of like losing business as a result of the right, mall chasing right, them right. out. So there's this kind of like back and forth, you know, in the in the history of the place. Mm-hmm. However, that said, right, it's just like, first of all, uh, what I don't understand about this particular article, right, is what does it mean that there needs to be a what what need a safe space for my Yeah, I wish they wouldn't use the word safe space because that's already an overused word in the I, I don't even think it's about the safe space, it's the need. Like what does it mean by need? First of all, this is a private enterprise, right? Mm-hmm. Lucky Plaza is a private enterprise that the interior of Lucky Plaza right, has shifted entirely from its former glory days, specifically as a as a result of the needs of the migrant workers that hangs yeah, around a there. A lot of the a lot of shops in Lucky Plaza are now services for domestic helpers. Yeah. Uh, also seventy seven Street. Not necessarily domestic helpers, no. Just foreign laborers or foreign, um, you know, domestic helpers that come to Singapore to work and they congregate there. Yes. And like what John said, you know, they need all the services to be in one place. Yeah, I can meet my friends here. I can eat food from home here. I can repatriate my money here. You know, everything is done in one place. And Get then my for cell phones. So Lucky Plaza is specifically for Filipinos. Then we have City Plaza for the Indonesians. And then we have Peninsula Plaza Peninsula for, for the Burmese. Mian, for the Burmese. Yeah, yeah, which is nearby. Which yeah. is very very nearby. Yeah. yeah. So in in some sense, right, the space is already there. Right, they congregate there, the businesses around the area kind of like morphed and shifted so that it fits the need of the community that gathers there. Yeah, we're forgetting Little India for the, uh, you know, the construction workers as well. Oh uh, yeah, okay. So they, when they say need, uh, what does it mean? Is it like you want the government to step in and create spaces specifically for, for these people? So this is what I don't understand. Uh. I think this uh, Lucky Plaza accident, unfortunate as it is, is really an accident. It's like the first time it happened in how many years, you know? Uh, the Little India incident is that counted? Okay. No, right? Little, I, I was going to get there. Oh, okay, like, you know, okay. Little India incident also the same thing. You know, I mean, I think one of the biggest issues is Little India actually has a lot of car accidents. <laughs> okay, it, it used to have a lot of car accidents. Okay, you're treading okay. on dangerous ground, Jerry. Watch what you say. No, no, seriously. Because we have a pollutant street pollutant comment, it, and then now it's like Little India has a lot of no, cars. Like, here, here's <laughs> the thing. Here's the thing. Serangoon Road, right? Hang on, like, you guys say I'm the reason I'm. Con- I'm hey, fuck you! Shut up, man. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so Rangoon Road is a very busy Wait, road. Jerry. It's a very busy road. Okay. He just apologized. Yeah, Can I, you say that no. again so everyone can no, hear you? I'm sorry, enough, I'm sorry, enough, Jerry. Enough. Yeah. Come on, enough, enough. Let's continue the podcast. <laughs> okay. Okay. So Rangoon Road is a very busy road. Okay, okay. That road has not changed in width for many years. Right? It's not gone through improvisation because the entire freaking both sides are gazetted. And when the construction, you know, the construction guys, you know, the, the Indian and Bangladeshi workers to congregate there, they sometimes spill into the road. And a lot of times, because they are used to whatever they're used to at home, they, they don't really care so much. They just cross and mess. After quite a lot of complaints, they started to barricade the roads so that you cannot... Oh, so that's why there are so many barricades there. Yes. So only at the points where there are no shops, right, it's right. open. And the problem is, it's worse because now they jaywalk, they cannot get out of the road. <laughs> So they're all clogged. Correct, correct, clogged correct, 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 correct. Or you, you have know? to climb over the barrier, yeah. right? Yeah. So eventually it's gonna it's gonna explode or something. I guess the bus uh, running over the guy exploded, and that's one of the reasons why you know I I think the alcohol is just one of those excuses that they they come up with to try and figure out what to do with it. Ah, interesting. So actually, it's a problem that the government created, and then <laughs> after that later the government is like, hey, look, is this little bottle of clear spirits that's to blame? <laughs> I think it's an enforcement issue. I think a lot of it is an enforcement issue. Yeah. Uh, How are they gonna enforce like no, jaywalking? Uh? Not, not enforcement funny, uh. as in the jaywalking, it's more of a yeah. No, but putting the barricade uh. is like it's one of those things it's unintended consequences or it's like what you say, yeah, they're trying to prevent them true, from spilling true. onto the streets and then end up right there's more of them on the streets. You, yeah, you just <laughs> cannot you just cannot tell people what to do. People okay, just okay, do whatever okay. the fuck okay. they want. So so back back to the original point. The, these two these accidents happen, right? And it's a good precursor to what again? Tom Tom. 
<laughs> you, you are, you are out. She lost his point. I, I, yeah, I saved your point for you. I saved game, now okay. we are loading game. So, my point is, yes. even though, okay, Little India, we don't say because Little India, there are a lot of unreported in- incidents. Okay. Uh, but for Lucky Plaza, I think it's, this is probably the first major one after mm-hmm. so many years. But it was also kind of like a freak accident though. Yeah, it was a freak accident as well. It's know? not like, so, I mean, like the driver lost control, right? Or something like that. Was it? It's one of those like completely quite like, bizarre. I think, not lost control, I think step on the gas instead of the bridge. Yeah, it's just like a freak accident. Like, and then she veered off. She just like panicked. Then she veered. And then it just crashed into the thing. And then it went over. Is a lady? Yeah, no, it's a he. It's a he. It's a he, man? It's an old man, yeah. Oh. His little his, India his, one was a lady. Oh, then John Wang, yes. revealing your sexist shitty thoughts. <laughs> well, you know, at least I don't say the Filipinos are polluting our streets. That's <laughs> what you said. I didn't say that. But anyway, regardless. Anyways. Yeah, um, yeah but, but I think this, because it's such a freak accident, right? Like, to me, when I read all the articles about it, it, it seemed like it's a little bit of an overreaction that mm. we do need to establish these spaces for mm. them. Because I don't foresee, like, touch wood, that any other sort, this sort of incident will likely happen in the future. It's not like the Little India's case where, you know, it's a constant problem where people are always on the streets. It's like a one-off, like, oops, kind of thing. I'm very against the government stepping in to solve this problem. They've already fucked up so many times. I don't want them to solve this. Just, just let it be. Just, just let people gather where they want to gather. Please don't build any or, or anything specially just for people. Yeah, exactly. Then there'll, there'll be enclaves everywhere. Everybody should integrate with everybody. Uh, the well, I mean, these are I migrant mean, they, workers. I mean, these are already enclaves. So. Yeah, they are migrant workers. They are not likely gonna. They're not immigrating here for good. So why are they gonna integrate? Have you guys ever stepped into a Bangladeshi club before? Ever? Anybody? Can't say that I have. So there was once, right, where me and my friends. Uh, oh, by the way, it was an Indian friend. Okay, so so we were like, hey, I did, let's. He was Singaporean Indian, right? So I was like, okay, hey, if yeah. we hey, hey, let's go and step inside and see, uh, and then then he's like, whoa, 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 I cannot, I cannot. And then we try, try, try. You don't dare, is it? Then, then this was when we were like like in army. Okay, we were stupid little boys. So then we step inside and I've never felt so unwanted. Like everybody there was like a, a you know, a dancing, dancing ane. I'm going to get called out for this. <laughs> you just said ane. Ane is a term of respect. It means a, like, a, you know, like brother or something like that. Yeah. Not when it comes from a Chinese person. You fucking snake whore. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's not jump into the snake whore first, okay? We, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. I, Terrible. I don't know. It just doesn't feel right. The nature of space and racial identity uh, is also one of those things that is very difficult to to bring forward as a as a mm. subject to talk about in a way that is rational and that is you know productive and helpful mm. so one of the examples that i listed in the notes was the 4, 4chan they created a side op la. this was last year mm-hmm. where they tried to <laughs> reclaim the rainbow flag as a hit symbol okay? who, who, who is they the 4chan people yeah. so okay it's not it's not all 4chan to be clear it's specifically pol p-o-l and so what they did right was you know the the rainbow has seven colors right so mm-hmm. the in in inside each of the seven color the bars they write a word they write this sentence uh, a separate place for every race <laughs> <laughs> that's quite amazing uh, to be honest yeah. this 4chan sign up shit uh, is fucking actually the the genesis of this is like further back uh, there's there's okay. actually a backstory to all of it but i won't get into it right now but Needless to say, right, there's mm. the very fine line uh, between, like what NG say, having a separate space so that we keep people relegated to a certain segment of society and having a safe space where communities gather and they can feel... They want to gather. Yeah, there. they want to gather mm. and they can feel familiar mm. in this space, mm. Mm. right? Mm. And frankly speaking, uh, I don't know how anybody can navigate that. Like, it's not... It's, it's definitely not a pleasant conversation all around. Uh. I don't know, to me... It feels like, right, the, the key word here is organic. Mm. Nobody should be stepping in and saying, let's designate this space for you. No, I feel like when they talk about safe spaces, what kind of space are you talking about? And what does the word safe means, right? Like, if I interpret it in the way that I want to interpret it, I would say that a safe space for people, uh, for foreign workers, would be where they want to gather and they can gather there when they want to, without having to worry about people tisking at them, people trying to chase them out, you know, having negative repercussions when they do gather in these spaces. And I think that is what safe space means, right? Instead of having like, oh, you can gather in this particular location at this particular time, and uh, that's where you'll stay. So I think the concept of safe space is more about the people who, like the community, really, like us Singaporeans, who react to them rather than having like a physical location. 
Right. But there is a financial repercussions to having Filipinos there. I don't know if you guys know this, but back in the day, right, Lucky Plaza had this shop that has this line of clothing, quite atas one. And then what what happened, right? They made one they made one decision uh, that ended up costing them almost the entire business, which is they have a sale right for so called like past seasons clothing. Mm, mm. And then what happened was the Filipino made bought it like on mass mm-hmm. because it was really cheap, right? Mm. They can they can afford it now. And then the, from then on, right, that brand has been associated with Filipino mates, and then the Singaporeans don't want to buy that clothing anymore. You gotta tell me more about this brand. I can't remember the name of it, but if I remember, I'll let you know. Okay, is it still okay. still at Lucky Plaza? I think no more already. Okay. Yeah, this was back in the day. Okay. Also, you know, like for example, Paragon. Uh, Paragon is very, very strict, you know, with regards to the the Filipino mates because it's like so, so super atas, right? Right. In between Paragon and Lucky Plaza, there's a building there also. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what this is that building. It's mm. it's like some obscure building. I think only one shop on the ground floor. That's it. Mm. And that place, right, is also very strict. They 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 cordon off like the front. Oh, plaza. the Rolex building. Ah, uh, yeah, I think yeah, so. the Rolex yeah. building. I don't. Yeah, they yeah. just cordon off the whole fucking. You building. can only sit on the so-called the sidewalk, but then the they have the like a like the I don't know what you call it. It's like a like a foyer or or mm. plaza that's right in front of the building. Yeah, it's always cordon off. There's always like some red and white tape around yeah. it. Yeah, mm. yeah, it's the it's the Rolex mm. building. Mm. There is financial repercussions for businesses that are affected by. The people that gather there, you see. So I think we also cannot easily discount all these people because you know there are people whose jobs depend on these businesses. It, it's funny. It's funny that you brought this up because there's two. There's flip side to a coin, right? There's on one hand on in Lucky Plaza are all the businesses that thrive with the Filipinos being there. Yep. On the other hand, there are businesses that you know once if they let the, the you know the domestic help, uh, helpers go into their space, they are saying that oh. If, makes our brand pers- be perceived like it's cheaper and stuff. I, I don't know. How do you weigh it? I think that's yeah. one of the... But that's one of the things that I enjoy the most. It's because like they usually gather at places where it's prime property and then instead of spending money... <laughs> you see, you no. know what I'm saying, right? Yeah, exactly. No. I, 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 it's like she's putting the words... No, but instead but instead of spending money there and yeah. like engaging in consumerist behavior, they are <laughs> occupying space and then just having picnics, you know, and they're not spending money, but they're enjoying themselves. Well, they're and and it subverts the space. It subverts the space into a place where, you know, you don't necessarily need to be a consumer, you know? I, I think that's the concept of space and, and like the reclaiming of what space can mean. But then you also don't want you also I mean if let's say you don't want people to invade your space, right? Whatever your space may be, maybe in yeah. front of your apartment or in front of your office or whatever, right? It's basically uh, like people who are living in like five room uh, HDBs not wanting to have rental HDB blocks next to them. Uh. My point is maybe it's not it, it goes beyond like things like rental and whatever. You just don't want certain group of people hanging outside your house, for example. It's just it's, it, and it might not even be a racial thing. You also don't want to see like loan shark runners outside your house, right? Even though they might not be coming after you, but you also don't want to see them outside your house. Yeah, I think I think one of the things about safe space for for migrant workers is also safety from like crime and safety from not not just like physical danger or you know the mm-hmm. you know, emotional well being. It's also safety from crime because when when you have this sort of gatherings, right? You you never know there might be people doing illegal money lending and so on and so forth. Illegal what's it called again? When you when you expatriate money, uh, remittance. laundering, remittance, remittance, yeah, illegal remittance for you know what, whatever reason, I think it does, it does help. Obviously, the authorities have have to have some hand in it, but I think they shouldn't have too much of hand in it. This is fucking tough, man. This is fucking yeah. tough. Huh? Oh, I it's so interesting also. Throughout this entire conversation, it's also. interesting also that you guys have uh, SCMP as article, oh. article as as you know, because SCMP Hong Kong, mah, right? So in Hong Kong, right? You know those financial centers and buildings. On Sundays, no one works there. Mm-hmm. So if you take the MRT, the MTR, sorry, up to one of those places and you get up, then all of a sudden it's just a whole sea of. Filipino domestic helpers mm. and then it's amazing because you have domestic helpers opening like a roadside shops selling shit right they sell used clothes they sell food that they make before mm. going out so they sell a lot of nonsense so it's, it's, it's like a micro economy on its own also you know so it's very very can you participate in the economy can you go there you, and like of course buy you can the, go and buy you'll be happy oh, okay. to have your money okay Oh, so, like, speaking of that, like, there's this really, really good uh, film called Still Human. Mm. Uh, it was made in 2018, and then it, it, talk, it talks about, like, the, the life of a Filipino uh, helper and how her life is, you know, when, when she went to Hong Kong, and ha- uh, they do feature scenes of mm. where, like, you know, all the foreign maids uh, mm, mm. congregate and then help each other out. 
yeah, and, yeah. and stuff. And yeah. it's really, really well written and directed. You guys should catch it if you can. Okay. I have a friend who works in uh, the construction dormitories. So there are a lot, a lot, a lot of dormitories in Singapore because they need spaces to house uh, all the construction mm-hmm. workers. And his business directly deals with providing Wi-Fi services for these uh, these workers. Apparently, Wi-Fi is now a requirement if you have a dorm. If you're a company that's that's building that's dorms good. for workers, yeah, that's you good. must have some sort of Wi-Fi service that the people can buy at a at a reasonably cheap price. So my friend provides the in- infrastructure for this. So he tells me about all the fun stuff that goes on in the dormitory workers. Uh. I do have to say that of, like Singapore is relatively good in terms of the laws that is protecting the migrant workers. But it's just the written form, la, meaning to say that the law exists, it protects the workers. But the implementation right, often is what kind of like... Sucks. Like, it's not say sucks, la, but it's, it's like, like half fuck, you know, like 50% there. You know, A lot of the workers, they don't, they don't know how to go about it. The system mm. is a bit complicated. Mm. It's just not fully implemented. But they are very, very... Uh, well aware that Singapore is a is a fucking major hub in terms of trafficking. It's because you know it's just easy to come here, easy to go out. Our our airport uh, beyond the airport. Uh, what I heard uh, it's just it's just drugs trafficking and whatever. Only before they come into custom uh, then it's mm-hmm. so called a safe place. Uh, but beyond that, uh, it's just all a fucking hell. What do you mean? Like there's a there's a there's a lot of shit that comes through our country that goes to other countries. Mm-hmm. We are like a major transport hub yes, for South, for Southeast Asia. But do you mean like mm-hmm. beyond the the customs? Meaning that before. They transit into customs. They they won't they won't come into they won't come into Singapore because they know with drugs is death penalty with yep. trafficking is like very high. Oh, you mean like penalties. not actually into Singapore yes, but correct. beyond slightly beyond our yep. borders. Okay, right. So the, the borders as in the custom lah. That's yep. when our borders officially yeah. exist. Yep. Right, 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 yeah. right. <clears throat> Singapore has always been blacklisted by in one way or another by different countries. That's so yeah. interesting. That's so yeah. interesting. No, like there's a lot of like exotic pets uh, that travel through here and yeah uh, and they never get caught because they yeah. never go through the customs they just go straight to a transiting flight right yes, yes correct yes. interesting it's I'll really go around kicking up. people's suitcase and hey what you guys are <laughs> uh, <laughs> no police can catch me uh. it's nobody's country uh. going, going back yeah <laughs> sure then <laughs> I, I think you'd rather the police catch you than the people who own those suitcases yeah. <laughs> it's like the it's like that guy right he he sent money to ISIS, then he said, "I don't recognize Singapore law." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. sure, sure, bro. Go ahead, bro. You can just sim- you can just simply declare you don't recognize laws. But on that note, right? I think it's so awesome that he said that. I what, think it's fucking funny. What was that thing again? The American what citizen? The something citizen? American? Yeah, they 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 call it like a something citizen. I don't remember the name, but they're oh, like, sovereign you know, citizen. Sovereign citizen. Yeah, yeah. I don't recognize your law, so they they yeah. just like t- tell the police. I don't recognize your laws. You cannot write me a ticket. Okay, the, this <laughs> this one is a very specific subgroup of people in the US, right? They call themselves sovereign citizens. Okay. And then they always say, I'm a traveler. Okay. Like, I'm not, I'm not in my car. I'm traveling. Okay, I'm not driving. I'm traveling. They always use all these very specific terms. They think that, right? Okay. The government is some sort of intergalactic species that can only affect you in a real way <laughs> if they use certain words like driving. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing man you, yeah. you gotta watch all the videos I gotta watch all the cop videos right of them uh, uh, confronting these drivers right? yeah. it's fucking it's like, you can't arrest me I'm a sovereign yeah. citizen I, I'm not I'm not I driving I was not speeding in my car I was travelling like they, they would just keep insisting that that is the case and then the cops also like hey, bro what like <laughs> okay anyway <laughs> <laughs> I completely lost track of what we are talking about. What are we talking about again? Okay. We're talking about something that, as usual, we have no authority to speak of. Yeah. EW very well versed on this topic. <laughs> <laughs> well, the notes have been up for almost a week now. Oh, no, no, <laughs> we, we, we have read it. The problem is, is, this is such a, like you say, it's such a delicate problem to handle. The, the, the line there, where's the line even? It's so hard to. to but it's okay. Uh, all, our, all our episodes end with no solutions. <laughs> yeah. We're not, we're not we solution don't know what we're talking about. We have end with <laughs> no solutions. <laughs> Welcome to the Longkang Kitties, everybody. It is gutter politics right down here. <laughs> so. La la la. Yeah, all, all this would not have been the case if all of the audiences just raise your hands and then send power to me. Then I will have the brain power to solve this situation. But apparently, none of you raised your hands. None of you did as I said. Oh my god, you're such a even terrible if, audience. Even if I can, right? Even yes. if I can, I still won't. <laughs> <laughs> even, if, even if what you're proposing, right, is theoretically possible, uh, I still will not lend you an ounce of my, of my pinky power, you know. So that to expand your brain power by that little bit, I won't even fucking do that. Then. Okay. Because well. I don't want any portion of me contributing right to any more degeneracy in the world. 
Okay. <laughs> I will save the world. No, you like Goku. You'll you'll fuck it up. You'll fuck it up. <laughs> you realize that you know you essentially created a platform for this degenerate to air his views in public. John Wang. Wait a second. You're the one who won the <laughs> ten on this show, okay? But you're the one who made it happen. Okay, yeah. Let's let's play the blame game. You enable me, John. Yeah, terrible. You're the one who's whipping us every week to get like this shit done. Oh, yeah, so it's all yeah, my yeah. fault. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. So can we finally talk about snake whore or not? Sure. Snake whore. Snake whore. Okay. Snake whore. What do you guys know about snake whore? I know it's pretty like it's blown up like in in the circles that I'm in lah because all all the yeah yeah. All the yeah. artists or uh, people in the art scenes uh, are just talking about how okay, Chinese just, privilege and racism. I will give a brief synopsis as far as brief as I can make it. Okay, it's a fucking complicated shit. So anyway, um, there was a art show called on common grounds and public <laughs> forms. <laughs> the irony um, of the name. <laughs> yeah, and then it was opened with Priya Gita. Yeah, Priya Gita Dia is the the golden the golden lady. Yeah, she makes everything gold. And she's then, a um, she's a lady who uh, first shot to fame when she gold leafed uh, the staircase HDB staircase, which I yeah. saw. It's a it's an amazing yeah. installation because yeah. it's just opposite my flat. <laughs> ah, lovely, lovely, lovely. And then the other protagonist or antagonist is Jonathan Lim, who's an ADM junior, by the way. Are all Jonathan's similarly yeah, like this, disagreeable? This re- reinforces the stereotype of ADM graduates who are like 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 What's that ADM? La. Oh, School of Art Design and Media. It's where I hail from, sir. NTU ADM. Oh, yeah. Okay. What What are you saying? What I'm disagreeable like him? No, 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 no. That's no. what I said. Oh, oh. Why would you say that? Because it's truth. I have never called anyone a snake whore. I just call you a whore because you're horse. <laughs> just like you, Dan. Fucking degenerate. Okay. 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 Please continue. While the guest speaker was um, saying something on stage or opening up the exhibition, Priya Gita's friend sniggered or giggled or whatever lah. Some sort of some sort of reaction in the form of a humorous laughter or whatever. Okay, and Jonathan Lim right just went fucking bananas <laughs> as a result of this. Can we read out the ex- exact like thing? Okay, so let can me I, can I, can let I me read out. Yeah, yeah. We have we have Jonathan here in the room. Hi, my name's Jonathan. Jo- <laughs> here to read. When your guest snickered at the exact same moment my guest of honour used the term iconoclasm in his speech, was that a totally random coincidence with no ill intent? Was that her thinking that she's woke AF and that gives her the right to be unkind to people she perceives to be less than her? Is she fundamentally socially inadequate? Did her mommy not teach her love and respect regardless of race and religion? Or does she think that just being Indian? Gives her a license to say and do whatever she feels like, whatever she wants to, to a middle-aged white man. More racist than the racism she purports to overthrow. I'm not afraid of Indians who try to oppress me with their abuse of minority privilege. It's possible to be a minority and also a hypocritical snake whore. (laughs) (laughs) That was good, man. That was good, Jonathan Lim. <laughs> oh man, I'm trying so hard He's not done yet. Yeah. If I could take down a majority cult, do you guys know what he's talking about? If I could take down a majority cult, I can sure as hell obliterate a minority one. What is he trying to obliterate? Jesus. He probably Whoa. plays Cause of Cthulhu as well. And then uh, <laughs> at, some oh. point, at some point in his campaign, right, he needed to take down a cult that worships Cthulhu, a Cthulhu, a Cthulian uh, okay, cult. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So he took down a majority cult in that way. And then now, the serpent people yes. have taken over the world. Yes. And that's why he calls, <laughs> he calls her a snake whore. Wait, wait. <laughs> There's one part that Dan missed out. What? Where it goes like, watch what your friends say and do because I might not always be so kind. I am Harry Potter and I am fluent in snake. Snake. <laughs> L-E-L. I, I don't see the <laughs> reference. Actually, you know, John, you know, when, when you were telling me about the Cthulonian cult and looking me in, 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 in the eye, I actually literally thought for a second that you were telling me the truth. I feel very gullible right now. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that you met him in one of your Call of Cthulhu games and, and whatever, I don't know. Uh. Did he roll a natural I'm 20? just like, really curious about the term snake whore. Like, is it an actual thing that people use or did he make it up once he He probably made it up. I think, uh, if he didn't use the term snake whore, this shit would not have blown up the way it did. It's only like, the snake whore that makes this funny. Is it? Is it? <laughs> yeah. be, like, what if he actually just used whore? No, yeah, then this thing, I think, would just be like, it would just die down and no one would give a shit about it. It's, 
it is only precisely the, the term snake hole and then later the snake, you know, the... <laughs> <laughs> and then the tree snake emoji, right? That makes this exceptionally funny. So, so the stupid question I want to ask is, is this another performance art piece that he's doing? Uh, no, 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 no. Actually, his paintings are quite nice. Okay. Like, totally f- putting aside his behaviour and his character, his paintings are fine. They're very nice, actually. The last part. What, you feel offended at the indefinite suggestion that your friend could potentially be a snake whore? To be honest, I think whores should be offended at me associating them with her. Jesus at least had two in his ancestry. So, So, let me profile this gentleman, okay? Number one, has a bit of money. Number two, went to university. Number three, in a big bad church. I don't think he... He doesn't seem like a religious person to me. He seems like an atheist. And he is also in a relationship with another gentleman. And he's in a church. I'm not even kidding. So, what so I'm trying gay? to say... Are you saying he's gay? No, he's he's totally gay, sir. He's 150% gay. I'm not, I'm not making this up. Like I, I, I did a little bit of uh, like CSI. And um, his pattern is, is, is that kind of pattern uh, that I just described now. Uh. Well, yeah, you, you can't say he's gay if he's not gay. Uh, no, he's gay. He's gay. Okay. I, I, I am, he says that he has a partner. He's a, his partner is a, a white man. Oh. Yes, okay. yes. But yeah, anyway, this is one of those uh, molehill turned into a mountain type of situation. If NG had not linked the thing to the private group chat, right, I would, first of all, have never heard of it. Yes, you're not in the community, sir. You must be in the community for all this juicy goss. It's juicy, man. It's quite juicy. It's funny, lah. I think it's just funny. But it's funny and overwhelmingly boring. To me, this is just like, it's one of those things that doesn't need to happen. When I when I first yeah. read it, I'm like, the fuck is this, man? Can you just move along, you know? He's got a lot along. of baggage. Because of his of the person that he is, he's got so much baggage. And all that baggage is like like a choked up toilet, you know, like flush with his throat, you know? And then this had to be the straw that broke the camel's back. Because you know what? If you were at an exhibition, somebody's interrupting your guest speaker, what, what would any normal-minded person do? He feels Done. you know, there's I, no need for, for I think what is happening here is that he's probably like a conservative or or someone who is not liberal. But he, because he moves in art circles, uh, he's just surrounded by very extremely liberal people mm-hmm. who are very woke AF. And then he's just like, has this, all this seething hatred inside him, uh, of the, these woke AF people that just exploded. Because, you know, to, to, be, to, to move in art C circles, mm-hmm. I think you need to be somewhat liberal, right? Because if you are, if you are, let's say, like John, like that, I don't think you go very far. Yeah. Oh my god, John, please prove her wrong. Please, please quit your job right now and take up an art career. I will do anything in my power to assist no, you. No, but like, it, I think it, I think this is like the, the truth of it. Lah. Like, it, it seems to me from right, the right. way that he's writing, right? Like, the, or does she think that just being Indian gives her a license to say and do whatever she feels like, whatever she wants to? More racist than the racism she purports to overthrow. Like, it feels to me like he's like had it with all these, like. No, but at the same time. Shit. Oh, I mean, we don't know the full story, but at the same time, it's like, if someone, like, laughs, you know, like, some of us here are teachers in school, and if someone laughs at the back, you're like, hey, what the fuck's going on, you know? Yeah, you don't, you don't, like, <laughs> freaking go on a rampage on Instagram, Insta yeah, stories, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 You but know, here's the, here's the thing that, kind of, the, hypocrit- the hypocritical part about all of this, right? Right. Is that, here's the, here's, let me break down the situation, right? So, the person A says, this here is my experience. Then, the whole art community responded, well, there might be a different explanation for your experience. Okay, so he's saying okay. she's sniggered, she giggled. Okay. Therefore, she is, you know, racist. Racist. Okay. <laughs> then after that, right. the whole art community responded. Uh-huh. She might not be giggling because she's racist. There might be a reason for some for it. Okay. And then after that, his his response is, but this is more experience. This is the same fucking shit, right? That uh-huh. every woke person every time the topic of privilege comes up right it's the same fucking shit it's always here's my experience well there might be a different uh, explanation for your experience but it's more experience more experience more experience over and over again you're forgetting the part where being like of a majority uh, race cancels out your experience because you don't know what the shit yeah well this is applied in this case but then in all the I mean like Throughout any top any discussion with privilege, right? Every fucking time. Okay, hang on, hang on. Time. We're talking about the response the girl gave, right? Everyone. I think not specifically the girl. Did I the think girl Elfen, I think even Alphen Sa chipped in, chimed in, and a whole bunch of other people. And uh, the art gallery MPE, by the way, has taken down his exhibition. Yeah, 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 yeah. To me, this is the you know it's, everything is just reverse, right? When he when he kind of reverse it, uh, and then and then the whole art world just get like really really butthurt about it, right? I I also get uh, some some sadistic glee from 
watching them like tying themselves into knots uh, trying to act, like tell this guy that hey actually yeah, we are not the racist uh, you're the racist uh. <laughs> you, you know it's funny like, I don't understand how some of our friends you know survive in the art circle some of our friends are doing very well like people like Andy I don't uh-huh. understand how they survive like Who? you know Andy Young oh you're right I don't Why? understand how they survive. Honestly, if what do you I mean? if I look at this right, I'm like I look at this fucking pile of mess. I'm like, ah, fuck it, man. I'll just be an illustrator. I'll uh, just earn commercial money. I don't want to. Don't want to talk to you guys. Uh, Lydia and I had a had a large discussion about this this incident also. And I think one of the things that we we actually tried to we actually spent a lot of time talking is the definition of racism. So we've managed to boil it down to to two camps. You are you are usually either or. Number one, you are part of the group that. Being racist means talking shit or being an asshole to somebody because of race. Then, group number two, you believe that racism is like exactly like that, but with the word power in the equation. Yep. Aren't you, aren't you both like in the same camp, in the exact same camp? Which is the power and privilege? I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. What, 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 what makes you think so? I don't know, I don't know. I, I don't feel know like then it's like power on the outside, but then no power on the inside. <laughs> the because no, nobody give me power. Nobody raise their hands to give actually me Actually, there's, there's a few times we had this discussion already. Uh, right, 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 right. And right, then right. every time you bring up the power thing, and then I'm just like, the power, the power. <laughs> I just kind of spurg out every time you talk about power. Yeah, 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 and I, I, I can see why. I'm, I'm not 100% decided myself, lah. It's just that I flip my argument as and when, depending on whether I feel like being right or not. Yeah, but then that you can, as we can see from here, lah, like yes. he has no power, lah. Like he just got axed immediately. If anything, right, it's the minority that has the power here. So, like the thing that disturbs me here is okay, the very instantaneous way that he jumps into the assumption that she is being racist and like displaying her minority privilege, whatever that means. And then, like, you know, wanting to, what was it, Obli- obliterate them? Obliterate the cult. Yeah, the cult. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's really fucking disturbing over a snicker, right? It just tells me that there's a lot of repressed rage and anger and... Oh, definitely. Whatever. Yeah, a lot of baggage. A lot if of baggage. we look at it from a wider but, point of view. Uh, but, but the thing is, we don't know if it's systemic or it's towards this particular one person, right? Yeah, we don't know the history behind that. Yeah, we don't they, know the history behind They might have something it. going back, you know, and that just kind of made him explode on that day itself and the other thing the second thing that is concerning to me is the fact that like cancel culture where his works were instantaneously almost in- overnight la, taken yeah, down because night, yeah, yeah mm. because of the way that this shit went down la. and so one thing is uh, I think probably we all can agree is censorship is bad mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and to me even though he's such a whack shit <laughs> obvi- obviously like I, I am still very uncomfortable with the, the way that um, the gallery just took his shit down. I like the way overnight. that you, you preface this with, wow, this, this artist has a lot of uh, repressed rage. All of you have a lot of repressed rage, okay? With the exception of Jerry. Jerry is repressed, I don't know what, but something. But Sexuality. Yeah, but the you, Angie, you and Dan, right? You are the avatar of rage in this room. <laughs> okay? You are fucking the god of war, okay? Like splinters from the god of war. What? Like landed on earth and then sprouted the two of you into like full flesh human beings. Right. Oh. <laughs> I'm a gentle soul. You took your dick out and smacked your tablet to death. <laughs> it was deserving of it. I agree. <laughs> and Angie, um, you also like, okay, so. No, yeah, which is why, like, probably why I feel like um, this censorship of his artwork is really weird. La. Because it could happen to you. <laughs> well, no, I don't show him galleries. Hey, uh, honestly speaking, you see, uh, is it very two-faced of me? If, if I pretend to be one person, uh, my reaction will be entirely different. So if you, if right now I'm role-playing as the gallery owner, I will certainly take his works down. As a gallery owner, my job is to sell paintings. I'm not going to have him like tarnish my business, right? But then if I put myself in the place of an NG, then I'll be like, yeah, censorship is bad. So I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I feel like. I feel I, like I'm not the s- I don't know who I am anymore really. I don't know man I, w- I would If I'm an art gallery owner I would probably rename The art show as Irony <laughs> <laughs> Oh that is good yeah. man Yeah You know You gotta turn uh, everything Into opportunities uh, Otherwise you yeah. have Blank gallery walls Which is mm. what he, he did Yeah ironic. Blank gallery walls Yeah yeah, ironic. Yeah, ironic yeah. is a better word. Hashtag ironic. Yeah. Anyway, for our, for our audience out there who have no idea what the hell this thing is, like, I actually advise you don't don't jump into it. Like. It's just it's just a shit show. Uh. It's just a hideous shit show. Yeah, it's not fun, except to us. <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, the 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 John guy, right? His name is John too. By the way, it's spelled exactly the same way your John is spelled. It's still posting, so he's the kind of guy who who won't let it rest. If he, he, he I heard he's spiraling, you know. I heard he's spiraling spiraling 
deeper and deeper into yes. madness. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. He yeah. posted this apology which was like fucking amazing. Which is not an apology at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he, then he started singing and whatever, right? Like he's, he, he's going fucking it? insane. <laughs> it's just like a call of Cthulhu game where he's losing his sanity points. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm just going to read this off like uh, the Yahoo article. Read it, read it. Hours after his racist post, Lim issued an unapologetic apology defending his statement. I didn't think through enough before I spoke and I'm grateful for all the responses and feedback that's come in. Even if what I said isn't entirely illogical, open to the possibility everything I said was wrong, I fully admit and concede that fighting fire with fire is insanity and I was too blind to see that was exactly what I was doing. I'm sorry. That's amazing. That's amazing. Wow. Like I like how his apology has a big giant fuck you in it. Yeah, wow. <laughs> we need to we need to start a GoFundMe. For we what? need to buy a, a cut like a, you know those uh, wheelbarrow big mm. enough to lug his balls around. This guy got fucking giant balls. Don't man. need la. Have you watched the South Park episode where like <laughs> where like they just keep bouncing yeah on he was just bouncing on balls. Right? On balls. <laughs> but you girls can sense this kind of thing, right? I, wa- I once had a big argument with Lydia, which I totally dis- still disagree with her to this day. And then I said something that made her very mad. Like what? I said, I'm sorry you feel this way. <laughs> that which, which is not an apology so I can see myself in him like, and you know he exists in all of us as well I feel I feel you know when you just yeah, really don't feel like you are wrong he just firmly believes right. he's right now. Yeah. Yeah. by the way it's not that I completely disagree with his statement as well I think that the this minority like tyranny of the minor, minority thing right can, can be a real fucking problem which already is highlighted here in, in that his show was being axed but the snake hall are fuck <laughs> it's like this is not the this is not the way that you do things. And then he's just like, I'm Harry Potter, I can speak snake. It's like this guy is really deep. I, I mean he's bordering on delusional already. Yeah. Oh my god. Hey, I can send him a text and then ask him to come on Lunkan Kitties. Do you guys want? Do you want sure. it? Do you I want it? Already? He was he was reading the thing just now. Just call him back in the room then. <laughs> do, you, do you want like a a live meltdown in front of you? I am John! See my penis! Hey, hey, why are you showing your penis to us? No! Like that only, I thought it's like that. Not big enough. Just wake up then! Uh, wake up! I don't know what happened. Somebody, somebody just slapped me in my face with a penis. Somebody please call the ambulance. Uh, you thought it was a python, but it was a tree snake. <laughs> Giving him a lot of credit. He's huh? actually just a, a worm, actually. <laughs> Okay, as, as a setter, I send him a Facebook message. See what happens. See what he says. See what he uh, wants to come on to. Then we get like, we can, we can get like Priya herself to come down as well. Then we have an argument on our podcast. Bloodsport. Internet bloodsport. Yes. Like, should we just... No, you know, it's was, not that was be, a bad idea. That was it's bad not going to fucking happen. Alright. What's the hypothetical then? Give it to us. Okay. The podcast is over. You pack up. You go home. Right? You've had a long day sparring with your co-hosts, worrying about stress at work. And when you reach home, you see fucking Fan Wong uh, in your house. <laughs> so Fan Wong's there. Are you going to make her man hands Fan Wong? No, no. She's just normal Fan Wong. Just normal. Mm. The, the good old Fan Wong that you grew up with. You know, who's, you know, whose shows you have seen on countless Where's uh, Christopher TV. Lee? Huh? Where's Christopher Lee? You have no idea. Okay. Just, you don't Fan know. Wong, I apologize yeah, in advance as, for as you As you speak there, right? She looks at you and she goes... Aah! And then you stop speaking. You are shocked. And then she goes back to cleaning your house. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? Of course, you'd be shocked, right? So Fan Wong starts cleaning your house. And wherever she cleans, right? Whatever she rearranges, right? It's fucking gold. It's like, no dust. It's sparkling. You know, she as, as you stand there in shock silence, she removes your bed sheet perfectly, by the way. Put it into the washing machine perfectly, by the way. Cleans it and dries it perfectly, by the way. And exact place where you thought you cannot hang the clothes, where the sun does not reach, the sun shines. The sun fucking shines. Okay. Then now your blanket is dry. She, she, she cleans your house. So as you are standing there shocked, she goes around cleaning your house. Then she walks into your storeroom and then the door closes like a, like a vampire cask. So you're like, okay, uh, I don't know what to do. And then suddenly you feel very sleepy. They go to sleep. Then you wake up again, right? The door opens again. And then Fan Wong comes out like a vampire and she starts cleaning your house again, you know? And anytime you try to, try, try to interact with her, right? She just looks at you and her eyes become giant and frightening and bloodshot. And she goes like, ah! So you like you're really scared to talk to her. Then after that, she just cleans your house and then goes back into the storeroom and then hides. Okay, what would you do in this situation? Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't do anything, man. Yeah, I just, just let her do her shit. Yeah, uh. just let her do her shit. Just when she comes out, just keep quiet. She cleans already. She go in. You yeah, can be exactly. your normal self, right? 
I mean, if she... Is there any she, other answer to this? Yeah, if she screams, like, if she screams when she's inside and you're talking, then, you know, okay, maybe there's what a problem. What is this perfect scenario yeah. that you've dreamed up? Yeah, that like, awesome, well, we are supposed this to do awesome. something okay. about this? So Wait, not, do we have to pay her? Do we have to pay her? No, she just did, mysteriously goes into the storeroom and she never... Awesome. Eats, she never you how, know does this, like, how do we make this happen in real life? Yeah, awesome. You aren't at all perturbed or frightened that there is no, like this no, creature. No, no. No. Someone is perfectly cleaning your house. Yeah. Doesn't want you to acknowledge her do in you any to, way. Do you have to feed her? You, you realize that she comes out every day with or without feeding. Do you have to? You don't have to feed her. You, you, to you, you put her. food in front of her. She doesn't eat it. She just goes back into a storeroom. Okay. So yeah, if you block her way, she'll scream at you. Okay, fantastic. Okay. So, so <laughs> does she have a schedule? Again? She appears to have a schedule. Okay, then we'll Much just like get, an out NPC the, in a game. get out of her way. Okay, unless her schedule is like in the middle of the night, then she come and clean it. No, she she cleans from eight to eight, just like eight, just okay like la. a Skyrim NPC. Okay, la. then I'll just <laughs> not be around from eight to eight. La. Awesome. <laughs> That's my answer. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. Okay. And then yeah. you, you turn on the TV and you see Fan Wong as per normal, like you know, like at her Hongxing Da Jiang. I'm okay with that. So there is an entity that who may or may not be Fan Wong in your. I don't story. care. Can I, can I try to fuck her? <laughs> can I try to fuck her? Since uh, she's not really Fan Wong. She might scream all the way through. Yeah, she might. I don't know. Okay, yeah. so you, okay, okay. So in this case, right? This I, can, I can take it to see your place. <laughs> 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 Is this still rape? Is it not consent? <laughs> I don't, I've, not, I've not thought that far ahead now. <laughs> the point is that I cannot give you any answers as to, as to whether this is like a, like a supernatural being. Is she a snake whore? <laughs> <laughs> In the form of Fan Wong, we're And on that note, uh, we'll end this episode. Thank you uh, to our listeners for putting up with us, as always. Uh, yeah. We hope that this was uh, as entertaining for you as it was for us. Do leave a magical van, hashtag magical van, leave a magical moment for us, or leave a question, or leave whatever you want. Comment, remark, and we shall read it on air in the next episode that we record. Yes, I will read it for you in your voice. I'll, make, I'll do a perfect rendition of your voice. Oh, hey, look, the oo bird is across the road. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, no, cuckoo bird, okay? Oo bird, okay? Okay. Jerry. We have just descended into madness. Oh my god, Jerry. <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't know. <laughs> okay, goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>